I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the capital city. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday. At least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Hello there and welcome to What's the Story with USA 2020, a podcast tomorrow and full of questions about the American presidential election. My name is Jeff Pagano. And I'm an emotionally battered Kigo. And since the first week of July, we've been giving up half an hour of our lives once a week to chat partly about how the American political system works and partly about all the craziness that's going on there these days. So how are you holding up, man? Uh, not too bad. I would like to claim victory in this podcast uh, and I am the supreme leader. That's uh, basically what I've learned over the last 24 hours. You can just claim things. Yeah, that's it. It's, but we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not actually going to have victory until all the all the words have been spoken uh, <laughs> <laughs> over the 30 minutes. So that, that that's my Biden response. Um, so listen, what it, it's going to be obviously a different episode today. I mean, basically everything we've been doing up to now has been leading to this. Um, so, uh, you know, rather than have a Jeff Splainer, what we did was uh, elec- election night, we both um, sort of recorded kind of little mini diary posts as we went along. Um, we, we, neither of us did as much as we, we, we probably would have wanted to, but there was so much going on, it was kind of craziness. So what, I, what we'll do now is I'll play those and then we'll come back and chat about, um, about how we're feeling now on uh, Thursday morning. It is Thursday, isn't it? So you can keep track at this stage. Time has lost all meaning again. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, here's a few clips. It is the 3rd of November. It is 11.34 a.m. Irish time. And I'm kind of ready for this car crash to be over. Uh, it's getting, you can see the effect it's having on both people. One of them is going manic. The other one is just kind of getting angry. I'm not talking about Jeff and myself. I'm talking about Biden and Trump. Trump and Biden. Uh, hopefully everyone is out voting. The results are starting to come in now. But uh, it is that kind of moment as you're approaching a bridge and you're doing a bungee jump. You're getting that worry as you're walking towards the platform. That's where that's where I'm at at the moment. It's up to, um, it's up to America really to step up and solve this problem. So uh, I think Jeff and I are going to be talking all day wondering what the story is. 5.19 Irish time, p.m. Starting to get quite scared. Starting to worry. Good to see a lot of people voting. Worried about machines going down. Apparently some in Pennsylvania already somehow magically short-circuiting. Um, very worried, but not... Hans Gruber at the top of the Nakatomi Plaza just yet. Uh, fingers crossed. Over. So it's 6 p.m. Irish time on November 3rd. It's election day across the water. Starting to get a bit anxious now, I suppose. I've been kind of chill, um, surprisingly chill most of the day. Uh, I had other things to do and uh, just flitted in and out of Twitter, in and off, in and out of the news, um, but, you know, haven't really sat down to watch much of it, which is good because, uh, you know, it just sort of helped me get through the day. Um, I notice a lot of people are going on Twitter and stuff saying things like, uh, oh, I really think Trump's going to win. 
there's not a lot of people saying Biden is going to win. It's more people saying Trump. So I think that makes me think that the people who are saying Trump don't are, are really only saying it because they know it's either what they don't want or what they know is going to annoy other people. Um, and the people, if anyone genuinely thinks Biden would be favorite, they're afraid to say it for fear of jinxing it. So uh, I really don't know which way to go at the moment. I mean, I suppose, gun to my head, I would say Biden is looking good based on what everyone's saying. But um, what they always talk about is that there's a path to victory for um, for Trump, which is still very doable. So we'll just have to see what kind of crowds turn out today. Um, I saw a couple of you know uh, CNN reporters out at uh, out at actual polling booths. There seem to be a decent amount of lines going through. I haven't heard about a lot of trouble going on yet um, at any of the polling stations, which I think, which is kind of the main thing at the moment. Actually, my main concern right now, um, before talk of any results is that just the polling stations open and close all across the country and everything stays safe. I don't want to hear about any intimidation or any kind of uh, shenanigans going on from either side. So I suppose that's the main concern. Anyway, listen, I'll wrap it up for now. Um, I'll, I'll come back maybe about 9 o'clock Irish time. We'll see how things are going. That's when CNN is starting their full coverage of results. And um, sure, I'll talk to you then. And I'll get my live blog going then as well. So over and out for now. Talk to you later. Well, it's 9 p.m. Dublin time, and I'm about to go on and start my live blogging for the evening. Uh, CNN have started their election results coverage. They've been mapping out what states are going to start declaring uh, results. Um, so, you know, if I stay up, stay up until about 2 in the morning, um, I'll get... There's a good possibility we'll get a lot of results from key states like Georgia, Florida, Ohio. So um, that'll be worth kind of checking out and uh, staying in touch with. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm still kind of numb about which way it's going to go. It's no way in which to call it. I put up a, a prediction map on uh, the live blog there, which um, I just, you know, clicked each state which way I thought it was going to go and I came up with uh, 306 votes for Joe or 306 electoral college votes for Joe Biden which would be more than enough of course so um, that would be that would be nice if that panned out so I hope it does but anyway that's that's how things are, are standing now I you know no ideas yet and everything seems to be going okay at the actual polling stations uh, around the country. There's a few issues about um, mail-in votes. Um, the judges have ordered the uh, um, Postal Service to uh, get going on uh, getting the ballots to the polls. I don't understand what the problem is there. Once they're in the postal system, surely to God, that means they're counted. But there's a chance that uh, Trump has his guy in there running the Postal Service. And if he, um, if he slowed everything down, there's a chance a lot of those votes may not be counted, which is ridiculous. But anyway, listen. I'll leave you for now. Um, I'll check in a bit later, maybe around midnight Irish time. And, um, you know, you're hearing this now. And this is how I'm feeling. Uh, like I said, I no, still no idea which way this is going to go. All right. We'll check in again later. Talk to you then. 8.23 a.m. Irish time on Wednesday. So I went to bed worried that America might urinate on their own feet just to try and feel warm about something and it appears that uh, that's what's happening. Uh, we just heard that Arizona has uh, declared for Joe which is great 
but uh, we've got to look at the definition of insanity here. Trump has tried to call the election. We've been over the nightmare scenarios already, uh, led by Jeff on that one, and they're all <laughs> one by one coming through. The worry now is, as we said, it, it had to be close. So the result, while important, is going to take a backseat to the reaction of the people of America now. You'd hope that they'd remain calm. You'd hope that they'd stay, you know, you know, well done, you won, hard luck, you lost kind of thing. That's not going to happen. So the bigger worry now is the nation, the people. And um, one of the candidates actually cares about people. One doesn't. But they were so busy weighing on their own feet that they didn't take notice. Hopefully I'm wrong. I'd be delighted to be wrong. Long way to go yet. Well, not long, but a way to go. Over. Hi, it's Jeff here. It's um, 9.43 a.m. on the Wednesday. Uh, sorry I didn't do more of these posts during the night. But um, what happened was I was doing the live blog and the platform crashed, kept crashing on me. So I um, just got frustrated and uh, put an end to it. Plus, I couldn't really talk to do recording as everyone else in the house was asleep. But um, anyway, look, things are, aren't great this morning. I didn't expect to be um, it to be this close this morning. Um, it's not the... Um, complete end. Uh, by this morning, I was resigned. I was mentally preparing myself for Trump to be president and uh, me moving on with my life. But uh, I just see that there, there was four states, uh, the way it ended up, uh, from being the uh, clear favorite in the polls, uh, Biden ended up being, is now the kind of the underdog. He the, Of uh, four states, um, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and Georgia. He now has to flip two of them. He's behind, he was behind this morning uh, in um, in four in all four. He had to flip two, and if he does that, he he'll win. But I just see that he's gonna head in Wisconsin, so maybe game's on again, and uh, we just have to see how these mail-in ballots go. Now, of course, with uh, Trump having made a speech, he always you know he always uh, inserts himself into the process somehow. He should have stayed quiet. He should have stayed low. But no, he's come out and said he's won, and uh, he's made his his um, voters believe that uh, he's won. So now, if it turns out that Biden has won after all the votes been counted, they will believe, as Trump has been saying all along, that it's somehow been stolen from him, and that the Democrats have done something nefarious, which is uh, ridiculous. So I don't know, I almost don't know which is the worst scenario, uh, four more years of Trump or what might happen in the next four plus weeks um, if there's uh, a feeling among these gun-toting uh, Trump supporters that um, that they've had something taken from them. So uh, it's, you know, I don't want to be too much of a doomsday scenario, but that, that's kind of how I'm feeling in my kind of sleep-deprived state. Um, I'll... I'll I might do another recording later today, um, but, you know, we're going to do our regular pod on Thursday as possible, so I'll include all these clips, and uh, which you're, of course, listening to now, so I don't know why I'm saying it. But um, we'll just see how things pan out. So fingers crossed. It's not all gone just yet, um, and uh, we'll just have to hope for the best. Okay, signing out. Talk to you later. 14.06, Irish time, Wednesday. Biden leading Michigan. 
It's a little bit mad, no one get excited, but it appears that uh, the massive amount of mail-in voting, of which our illustrious leader Jeff is one, may close this gap. Still worried though for the state of the nation and the world, but uh, it appears it might be moving in the right direction. No chickens counting or hatching as of yet, but uh, fingers, toes and genitals crossed. Okay, now it's uh, 2.30 p.m. and um, Michigan now has just turned blue, so it's looking a lot better. Um, there's still that question about Nevada, um, and they're not going to count until Thursday, so we might still have a bit of a wait ahead of us. However, um, of those four states I mentioned, um, there's still uh, Pennsylvania and Georgia, and and since Michigan and Wisconsin flipped uh, with the late counts, there's no reason to believe that those two won't either. If he just gets one of them, he'll be comfortable. If he clicks both of them, um, even better. Uh, the thing is, it's like there's a lot of talk about Trump, you know, uh, challenging the results. But the thing is, with the um, election left down to the individual states, it becomes very expensive to mount a challenge in more than one state. Um, it's going to be, I think it's, it might gets really, really tricky and expensive. And um, I think that if there's the, the, the more states he, he tries to contest, I think the more of his people will be trying to talk him out of it. So um, we'll see how that all pans out. He's gone very quiet on Twitter. Um, we're just going to have to see. There's still a lot of... Uh, um, a lot to be played in this game. Um, it was it was gas watching CNN when their um, analyst uh, Phil Mattingly was at the wall and he was about to talk about Michigan and it actually flipped to blue just as they turned to him. He had to check himself and and have a second look to make sure he wasn't seeing things, having been standing there for like three hours or whatever it was. But um, no, listen, feeling a little better now. Um, gradually getting better as the day goes on. Um, but uh, there we go. And uh, I'll check in later on and see how things are. Okay, thank you. Bye. So, right, that's that's how we felt um, at the time. Um, but, I mean, like, things change every few minutes. So, so just tell me t tell me where you're at now and how you felt about the whole thing. I'm, I'm kind of numb now because uh, I, I think going in, we all kind of – we knew that there would be a big spike uh, on the red side early because they were historically people who show up and 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 tick the box on the day uh and that there would be a uh a lot of mail-in votes uh, yourself included uh which would hopefully at least level the playing field now it's 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 in a good place right now without jinxing it but the worry we had and the thing that i was sharing to people yesterday on twitter was our podcast about the nightmare scenarios because we we'd gone through it you'd led the conversation about what can happen uh, on the day and calling it on the day and things like that uh, and I think we mix that a little bit with the Trump terminology and how he talks and how that's very insightful uh, into how mad he is uh, and so one of those things started happening where he was trying to shut the thing down on the day because he knew his people were going to show up and vote um, and thankfully America stood up not that it wouldn't stand up but stood up for itself and even the people with the red ties on were saying you know, not all of them, but a lot of them were saying, look, it's democracy. This is it. 
if you want to, you know, if you want to move to North Korea, move to North Korea. But this is this is America. It's supposed to lead by example, and I think that's something that's creeping in across all the support network of the red side, where even Fox News is is starting to come back a wee bit to to more realistic uh, news news um, uh, outlets. You know, as realistic as they're going to get, um, and I think that's the interesting thing. Uh, the worry now is. As we said before, we were hoping for a landslide. Obviously, landslide on the blue side, but one way or the other. So there's a decision. The problem now is it is so close. Like even if you, we look at where we're standing right now. Uh, what have we got left? I'm trying to find the one here on my screen. But even the, the what do we got? Georgia, for example, the first one that's popping up on my screen here. There's twenty thousand votes in the difference right now with ninety eight percent in. Like this is frighteningly close and so i think biden has spotted that which is great and he is starting to be very good on twitter starting not that he wasn't but he's being very inclusive very trying to put an arm around everyone now a lot of people will ignore that avoid that and disregard that but he is he is making the right noises now but in terms of how i'm feeling at the moment i'm just numb with numbers uh like i'm ordinary level maths for life so all of these numbers are just creeping in and the, the, the Biden camp seem very, 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 very confident. I'm very, 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 very paranoid. So uh, I, until it's all done and dusted, um, I won't be counting any chickens. And as well as that, the worry, and I, I sent you the WhatsApp yesterday, if Biden wins it, they've got to wrap him up and you've almost got to keep him away from public gatherings until until January without getting too dark because the words and the phrases coming out of the Trump camp are going to incite people. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, um, I suppose since we knew going into it that if it was a Biden win, um, Trump was going to contest it one way or another. I suppose from the hope standpoint, if you're if you're a Biden supporter, which you know, um, you know, there's no point hiding our light under a bushel now. We were mm -hmm. both we we're both hoping he won. Um, he, if that's what you want, I think that whatever about the possible consequences, we know what kind of crap Trump is. So the best thing to do is just to hope that he gets over the line first. And, and if he, once he, once, and I think CNN have been very conservative. I, I explained in the last podcast how, how the networks tend to call um, each uh, state or they, they give a projection, they, they projected winner. And um, Fox News actually projected Arizona Yes, uh, 24 hours ago, ages ago, yeah. that enraged Trump and uh, CNN wouldn't and they still haven't. Um, there's a few more places calling it for Arizona, but uh, CNN won't. So I think that what they've what they've done by that is they've established, they've gotten people looking at them because they'll, they'll, they'll made themselves into the final word on this. Even though it's not officially the final word, like I explained, it's, these are just networks working out saying, well, this guy has us. Um, and uh, so when, when you've got a network that has called enough states for Biden to have 270, which is the magic number, it won't be over. There's going to be legal challenges. But once he's over that line and he's called that and they can actually put a graphic on the screen saying he's duly elected president of the United States, that's going to carry a lot of power when that happens and the whole country is going to believe it. the whole world is going to believe it. the whole world is watching and um it, it's going to be it, you know that that's going to be a big deal and then whatever happens after that we can deal with that 
You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. like Trump. Trump's going to have a lot of throw a lot of legal grenades and try to challenge their left, right, and center. But as I said in one of my uh, clips, there, um, the more states he has to do it in, the more expensive it's going to be. And yeah. when you're talking money, the people around him, however afraid they might be of him, the more money it costs, they're going to go to him. Listen, dude, it's gone. You know, you've got to you, you you got to let it go. So that that's the ideal scenario. Now you're talking about inciting. Uh, riots and stuff we saw this morning in Arizona, people showing up at the mm-hmm. at the count with 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 guns and stuff, and it's like, uh, you know, it's it's ironic because when when it's Black Lives Matter doing protests over George Floyd, when they didn't bring guns, they were just it was peaceful protests, but they were they're the rioting ones, you know, they're the yeah. they're the violent ones. But now it's uh, Trump votes matter, and it's um it's it's a, it's a it's a different story. But just hopefully. Hopefully, it, it nothing nothing escalates anywhere. We just have to we just have to hope for that. Yeah, it's head in my hands time here with that kind of behavior because it's to them they're allowed to carry their gun. They don't see that as threatening because it's it's just something they're allowed to carry. Whereas there's nothing more threatening to a human who doesn't have a gun than a human who does have a gun and who believes something different to you. Now. Hopefully everything winds up fine, but it once you have a gun, it takes milliseconds for that to escalate. Because I know if I walk into a room and two people have a gun and I don't, that's already got my back up. What what's going on? So it's not, you know, it's again, it's behavior, it's language, it's movements that are inciting people, and then you people don't see how that is possible, whether it's Trump talking. Uh, about claiming victory or uh, Trump saying it's a fraud on the American people. That, if you're sitting there listening to that, you're going, there's fraud being committed upon my person. I have to fix this. I'm going to walk down here with my gun. And it's it's so alien to us over here um, because only the gangsters and the police have guns, you know. Uh, so hopefully, I do not expect the people who are walking to places with guns to change their behavior. But it's, if the, the people who are speaking and making decisions can phrase their issues, because it's fine to have issues with results and things like that, you can challenge anything. But if it's phrased correctly, then you take power away from those people with the guns. Yeah. Uh, like you say, it's all going to come down to money and, and legal stuff costs money. And Donald doesn't have as much money as he thinks. And then the GOP, you're going to have to pay for it. And then once they start signing those checks, they're going to go, Jesus, let's just reset. Let's find someone else. Um, but it just we're seeing how scummy uh, Giuliani is, Trump is, the Trump family is. And it's, you know, I think we've both tried to be grown-ups during this podcast. It felt like 100 years ago when we started, where we were trying to just point things out as we go along. But sometimes you've got to call this, you've got to call this stuff out. It's, it's a bit like we've got our Lord Mayor here in Dublin who gets awful racist abuse here. And it's important that we call that out so that it stops. Uh, and, and all this stuff has to stop. Yeah. And uh, just, to, just to tie in on what else is going on in the elections, I mean, they, those, those people were showing up with their guns in Arizona, which is ironic because running for the Senate in Arizona um, mm. was a guy called uh, Mark Kelly, 
and he's married to a lady called Gabby Giffords, who used to be mm -hmm. a senator from Arizona, and she was shot, and she yeah. was very lucky. She was shot in the head and very yeah. lucky to survive. And since then, she's been a real advocate. No, she would have been anyway if she was a Democrat. But she's been a real strong advocate uh, on, on gun restrictions and things like that. It was just ironic how that's turned out. But he's won. He, he's just been declared the winner there. Oh. He was always ahead. Uh, this was a case of the polls being right for once. Um, he, 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 he's, he's won that seat. But that brings you on to the Senate as a whole. And things haven't been looking so great for Democrats. I mean, mm. if you look at the whole election, it's been a lot better for the Republicans than the polls suggested. Um, the polls suggested it would be a much like Biden would have it wrapped up. He'd been at 270 a lot before now, for one thing. Um, but then they said they were going to flip the Senate, and that doesn't look like – it's not totally ruled out, but it's – they would have thought that would have been wrapped up as well. They thought they yeah. were going to gain more seats in the House, um, and even that doesn't look like it's going to happen. They might actually lose a few. They'll still have the power. And uh, even though I didn't vote for Nancy Pelosi, I still voted for a Democrat, so that's not my fault. <laughs> uh, can't blame me for that, but uh, that, that it's been interesting to see the way the results, um, you know, ended up panning out. I mean, like in the early stages, it, it looked like Biden was ahead in Florida, like on the night, mm. and it looked really good, but then it just gradually, gradually got worse. And when I saw uh, Wisconsin and Michigan go red, and I saw the totals, what I, what I did before the night, election night, I said to myself, listen, this can't be like 2016. I had this thing in my head where you have two rugby teams playing each other now. Those same two teams played four years ago. You're not going to have the same match now. Mm -hmm. So I was going by that. But when I saw Wisconsin and Michigan and I saw the amounts Trump was ahead in those two states, I just started to totally regress to four years ago. And the guys at the Magic Wall, who are, who mm -hmm. are all legends, <laughs> I don't know how they know uh, such intimate details about every single county and every single state. They seem to know people as what people had for breakfast on individual streets. But they'd go in and they'd say, uh, now this is somewhere where the Democrats could pick up. And that's exactly what they were saying four years ago. And I was like, oh, God. Um, yeah. But eventually, eventually when I went to bed, I was just about to switch off the telly when they said uh, Biden had won Virginia. And that's when I started to get hope. And then you had two big incidents the following day. You had um, Wisconsin. For, well, first, Wisconsin switched blue, and mm -hmm. then it went on to be called. And then Michigan switched to blue and went on to be called. Those are two key moments in the day, and that's when it started, started looking better for Biden. But it's, it's down to four states now as we're sitting here talking. There's uh, Arizona, where Biden is up. Nevada, where Biden is up. If he wins those two states, he's on bang on 270. But then you've got... Pennsylvania and Georgia, where uh, Trump is up, but all the, the mail-in ballots are being counted. And those, those ballots are um, mostly Democrat because, and that's Trump's fault. It's ironic that Trump has given out about this, but he was the one telling everyone, he was telling all his minions and disciples, don't, don't use mail-in ballots. So now that that's all that's being counted, yeah, because yeah. of him. And uh, another thing he did was, um, one of the secretaries of state in Michigan, she did an interview on CNN, and before she said anything else, she said, listen, everyone who's given out about um, these counts being coming so late, we wanted to have the mail-in ballots counted early, but the, but the state legislature in Michigan, which is Republican-run, wouldn't let us. They passed a law saying we couldn't uh, start the mail-in, and the reason they did that was because Trump wanted it to be delayed so he could stop them. And yeah. so that's all Trump's doing, basically. Everything he's... Everything he's complaining about is down to him. So 
there you go. Yeah, so they obviously knew, they had that feeling going in. Like I remember uh, talking to you and the amount of phone calls you've gotten to make sure you voted and all that sort of stuff like that. I Now maybe it did happen, but I don't remember so much uh, interactions with kind of, uh, you know, Democrats abroad or whatever it's called, you know, so so they, they obviously knew this mail-in thing was going to be huge. And like in Nevada, there's still a, a fairly decent way to go. Only 75% has, has been checked. Georgia's up at 98% and there's only, what is it? 15, 18,000 in the difference, which is insane. Like it, again, the, the, the result is important, but Jesus, it's so close that it's getting like Pennsylvania, there's 200,000, but uh, in the difference, roughly round figure, but there's only 89% voted and then it's all mail-in votes now. So it's, you know, it could, it could end up being 3,215 Trump, 3,216 Biden. And you kind of go, Jesus, that's, that's a, that's a state that's banjaxed now. You know, you kind of, you're, you're 50, 50 with your neighbor in terms of beliefs. And that's, that's a long, this is the rabid dog in the house that you were talking about last week. So, you know, I think, I think it's important to get rid of this. I think it's important to get this done and move on uh, because, you know, there's going to be, uh, what, where are we now? We're in November. So there's going to be basically eight weeks of Donald Trump. Uh, now maybe, maybe it'll be eight weeks of him realizing I've got to cover my hoop here and I've got to, I've got to, I've got to make all of these sort of laws that excuse me from everything. Maybe that's what he's going to do. But I can see him kicking up a fuss like a 12 year old. Uh, and it's a matter of keeping him quiet and keeping his language presidential or getting his language to be presidential mm -hmm. because Biden and Harris, like if people are showing up to polls with guns and that's my big worry now, like, uh, you know, it's great to see democracy happening. It's great to see the numbers increasing massively. Uh, what was the stat yesterday that, you know, um, Biden and they both got the most votes ever or something like yeah. that. I can't remember what the yeah. stat was, but that's really important as well. Um, I just wish it was one way or the other, but like in terms of my head, I'm completely numb to all this now. I wouldn't be surprised at anything. Yeah, it was funny because just watching the uh, Irish Twitter timeline throughout the night on Tuesday, there was they, they were full of questions. And a lot of the questions they were asking was stuff that we've covered over yeah. the last 18 weeks. It was like, well, what do they mean by swing state? And what, what do they mean? What's, what's this electoral college thing? And uh, well, what's, what's all this going on? You know, now all of a sudden they were interested, you know, and it, uh, it's, it, it was good. To, it's good to see that much engagement in it it's just a shame it took this muppet uh getting into the white house for for, for them to do it but uh you know just the, the key is now getting him out and uh if he loses you know obviously this it's, it's not it's it, it's not lock stock and barrel just yet but um no i mean he if he wins uh if you know biden wins like you were saying about you know trump's language biden came out and made a good speech yesterday afternoon basically it, it was it wasn't, it was this, they call it a stump speech. So when these candidates go around, they have a standard speech with standard language in it, which they go around and they just adapt a little bit depending on where they are. And this sounded a lot like his stump speech. But the fact of the matter is it was good because he was saying things like, um, I'm, I'm not going to see red states and blue states. I, I'm yeah. here to govern all of you, as opposed to Trump, who's like, you know, I'm one and I'm being cheated and all that kind of language. So. The, the American public would have been, would have warmed to that. And again, that feeds into what I'm saying 
if he gets that kind of, if he can get that kind of goodwill, even though nobody can mm-hmm. vote for him anymore, if he can get that kind of goodwill and get over the line 270, there's going to be sort of this swell. And like you said, there's Republicans, Mitch McConnell, they're coming out and saying things, listen, we're going to count votes. Yeah. I mean, Trump's logic, Trump is basically, he's blatantly saying, he's like, see those states where I'm losing, keep on counting. Those states where I'm winning, stop counting. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. the basis of what he wants, which makes no sense. Where Biden is like, just count everything. Yeah. And part of that, if they count everything and Trump's the winner, well, so be it. But do count everything. And that's the more logical um, standpoints, you know, and uh, the, the other guy's logic shouldn't be in, in the equation. Yeah, that's the key, and it's it's a weird thing that's turning uh, turning his party not against them, but it's making them double think. It's making them almost realize, Jesus, have we been cannibalizing ourselves for the last four years or whatever? Like you know, whatever about your belief, the one thing that the two of them should agree on is democracy. That's it. Like the system we've spoken about, the electoral college and all that sort of stuff, and how that's a form of voter suppression, but it's a system, and that's the system that's used. Uh, and you you follow the rules that have been laid down. You can't just change things around. And that's the one thing, in fairness to the Republicans, most of them believe in. You know, you believe in the Electoral College because they can win that. The, 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 the popular vote, rarely do they win. Uh, whereas the weird thing is now, in terms of popular vote, they've probably never done better, um, which is worrying. But that's something that they, they, they will pump in uh, next year. But I think he is... He is He's not, he was never a Republican. He's never, uh, he's not, he's not attached to that party, that philosophy, that way of thinking. It's the Trump way of thinking. And they're, I, they're starting to see that. They can't ignore this anymore. And so, you know, there might be a little bit of a reset on that side as well. There's still, still pricks everywhere in every party, but I think there will be a little bit of a reset. The problem is, though, it's fine for them to reset in the office, in the big building, and all that sort of stuff. But that's got to trickle all the way down to the people of Arizona showing up with guns, the people in Nevada, the people everywhere, all around that middle rust belt of America who will forever go red. They have to understand the, the, the new way of thinking. They've been given carte blanche now to act whatever way they want over the last four years. So this rabid dog that's in the house, that's, that's the theory that's kicking in now. And it'll be interesting to see if they do... Um, not change their beliefs or anything, but just change the way they communicate with people after Donald. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if they if they honestly believe that he is the only one that can help them, um, you, you you talk about a rabbit dog. That's you know you think of one that's cornered and feels it's got nowhere else to go. I mean, what mm. else what else is it going to do? You just hope. You just hope against hope that there's enough sensible people around that can convince them that when Joe Biden says, "Listen, I'm gonna." And, and that's his history. His history is uh, reaching across the aisle and looking mm. for support of Republicans, like with a view to getting things done. Now, obviously, me personally, I wouldn't be happy with, um, you know, getting things done on that, on, on that sense. But when it comes to the fighting and the tension, there would be less of it. I mean, I'd be, my concern would be if you reach out for, with, with the way the Republicans have ca- carried on, if you present something in such a way that, well, I made this so that you'd like it. What they've done in the past decade or so since Obama is they'll take that and, and uh, say, no way, and you end up giving them more. And it's like that just gets frustrating and that just expands 
detention. But now we're going to have it looks like we could have a situation where Joe Biden is in the White House, but the Senate is still Republican mm. and the House yeah. is. A, so it'll be a question of how they get on. And the, the question is going to be with Trump gone. How's the Senate going to behave? Are they just going to be are they, they they've no reason to be loyal to him anymore? Yeah, maybe they'd be more inclined to work with this this new guy now that Trump's gone. They don't be worried about him uh, putting forward uh, putting forward candidates to to cross them or or to put them out of election. It's it's how it's how they uh, react to these results, uh, which is probably more important than how Biden would do in the White House, and, and which which is a shame, really. But that's 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 what we have. No, absolutely. And then in terms of Senate, they're both sitting at 48 right now. But then you look at kind of the rest of the rest of the states, Georgia, North Carolina, Alaska, they're all going red. So, you know, uh, it, uh, it doesn't look good. Uh, but again, I don't know if I don't know if mail-in ballots will kick in there, but it's, it, you know, that's that looks to be a gone race. Mm. Um, but I think the main thing is to, you know, it's like everything, everything, whether it's good or bad, it rolls downhill. And it starts in the big chair. So it's going to be interesting to see if Trump disappears from politics altogether and goes back to The Apprentice. Or, sorry, I, I'm, I don't want to jinx anything. <laughs> uh, but if he goes back to being a celebrity or starts his own news network or whatever. Um, or go, or know, goes to prison. Or, go, well, <laughs> or goes to stay. exile, which is see, a very possibility. I, I just, I don't think he's, I think they might just, if he says he's going to disappear, I think people would let him away with it. Yeah, I think oh, people absolutely. would just let him go. No question. We don't want to, you know, there's the, but I think if, I think there's a lot to be learned and it'll only be learned a year later from now uh, without jinxing it. We're not, we're not post Donald. Yes. We're not PD, but I think all of the things we've spoken about over the last few weeks, October surprises, nightmare scenarios, uh, Biden and his gaffes, Biden and his team have played it really, really well. Um, he has spoken to everyone, not just a group of people. And I think eventually that, that, that armor that Republicans have built up of the blue sides are socialist, all this sort of stuff, even though they're going to make everyone pay for healthcare, that's a separate issue, I'm a hippie. Um, you know, all this sort of stuff, they're going to start realizing that, geez, they're actually not that bad. And, and, and while I, I might lean red, I, I'm quite happy here in the middle, you know? Yeah, that's the question. I mean, he put together this coalition for progressives on the one side and a good few Republicans on the other uh, with the help of the Lincoln Project and all that kind of stuff. So the question is, when he's actually governing, can he keep them? Or will the, uh, or will the Republican Party itself regroup in such a way that they'll pull these guys back? So it'll be a lot of, uh, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Well, listen, normally at this time of the show, we uh, look at polls. But um, don't have to do that anymore. A fat lot of good it did us anyway. Um, I mean, you know, the, my thing about polls is I, everyone, everyone notices when they go wrong. But the fact is they did get a lot of it right. And um, that's the thing. So it's, uh, and, and, and a lot of it comes down to interpretation of polls as well. Because you might see a poll where it says, oh, Biden's 40, 49, Trump's 45. But underneath, in small writing, it says margin of error is five points. Five percent, yeah. So, like, it, it, it depends on it, it depends on the reader as well. But um, no, I mean, all that's left now is just see how these final vote tallies go. And like I say, it's it's about getting the numbers in, calling all the states, and then seeing how Trump reacts. I can't, I, I, I in my mind, I just can't see him giving a concession speech. I, I can't see him actually doing it ever. Um, no. And it's not like you know. But what, so what if he doesn't? 
if he doesn't, your 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 man your your man is still one, and uh, we're hoping that the weight of all that pulls it through. So, listen, this is our this is actually our nineteenth show. I think we planned on doing twenty, so uh, we'll probably come back maybe next week and round it off with a nice a nice even twenty, and hopefully, hopefully by then we'll we'll, we'll have something. But uh, you know you know yourself, it, it could be just as crazy by then. That's the way it's gone from week to week up to now. Oh, 100%. I think the interactions, um, certainly I've had with people while we've been doing this podcast have been brilliant. Um, it's, 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 it's almost like another universe uh, and how they run things. So it's great to learn about it. And it's great to come back here and look at our politics over here and kind of the madness that's there as well and compare the two. Because, you know, we, we sometimes we, we sit on our high horse over here. Uh, and we, I've kind of realized certainly after concentrating for the last 19 weeks that it's more of a high labrador as opposed to a high horse so uh, that's been a great learning thing for me but no uh, 19 episodes in it felt like it was going to be 100 years until this election and we're sitting right in the middle of it now it's madness yeah and uh, ironically the day the election was actually going on in the states we had a situation in in our own parliament here the doyle where uh, it looked like our own government might fall apart um, with, uh, with, with, I mean, that very exact same day, how ironic is that? And I saw another thing on Twitter where someone said, well, what if, imagine if Ireland had an electoral college and we were going on, we were going on saying, oh, well, uh, Michal Martin's just about to win Leash, uh, but uh, he's hoping, and then, you know, it's a swing, a swing state, a swing county, you know, and swing all this but uh, listen, um, so we'll leave it there anyway, and hopefully come back next week. I've no, I've no closing, um, clip this week we'll just we'll just we'll just leave it there and uh, see how the results go and uh, follow us on uh, facebook and uh, we've got twitter accounts there I'll put all the links there in the program notes so until next week it's uh, goodbye from kigo cheers i'm claiming victory for ireland against wales this weekend Woo! there you go and uh, goodbye from me and until then um stay safe everyone son